Fantastic. Get women. If you want plastic surgery, <laughs> go get that nose job. This is your sign to go get that nose job. Yo, everyone. Hey, I'm just gonna practice talking on the mic right now. I'm about to drink some more alcohol. Um, I'm gonna be pretty drunk for this intro, so please excuse me. No, you're not. Please excuse me. Wait, let's to that. Let's cheers it up. Cheers. All feelings, no facts. Podcast episode three. Amen. <laughs> that was all of us cheers and we've got alcohol in our cups. So you know it's gonna be a good show. Why does tequila make us feel so good? It's a vibe. It's just it's a quieter vibe. Uh, Alright. I'm about to get right into it. Are y'all ready? Let's do I'm it. about to do this ready? intro. What's up everybody? You're listening to the All Feelings No Facts podcast where every week we do our best. Not to get canceled, all right? So any of our haters out there, <laughs> Kara is shaking her head at me right now. Okay, I'm just going to continue with my speech. Um, yo, so, you know, we talk about relationships. We talk about navigating the dating scene, self-development, and social issues in 2022. And that means the controversial stuff, too. My name is Rashawn, the star of the show. I got my co-host, Davis, sitting right next to me. And today we have a good friend, Kara, on the podcast. Kara is one of the most evolved people I know, and I was like, we got to get this girl on because we got a lot to say, and I know that, you know, Kara's going to create a safe space where we can say what we need to say, and if we need to adjust our opinions, then, like, we'll we'll see if that needs to happen, but, uh, yeah, Kara, um, for our, our audience, uh, tell us a little bit about yourself. Yeah, so what's up? Yo, 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 yo. Um, happy to be here. You guys know that I, I fully send this podcast. Um, <clears throat> my name is Kara G. Campbell. G stands for grace. Uh, you, I know that was a curve. You probably thought it meant something different, but it doesn't. Uh. <laughs> I thought that meant that you were a G. It does. Absolutely. That's, right, yeah, but it's right. weird when I say it. Um, right. Anyway, I'm tw- yeah, I'm a, I'm a full-time like media graphic designer. I'm a dancer. I have spent years self-developing so you know i'm excited about getting into some stuff today so davis you want to say anything <laughs> no 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 i'm good i'm good I'm just <laughs> davis, how are you this? oh also um i'm i'm excited to be here because i fully love having open conversations especially with people oh, yeah. who aren't like me amen and i keep saying amen even though i'm not religious but i feel like it just vibes it's a vibe it's a vibe yeah you know? <clears throat> yeah man we're gonna get like straight into it because this is something that davis has always wanted to talk about and you know maybe Kara can give us some input from you know she's a woman so I am I do identify her opinion counts more yes see yeah (laughs) I mean Um, if you say so I mean I like to think so (laughs) all right all right uh so Davis um brought up a good point about you know because we're you know around a lot of women and we see how things kind of transpire I don't know if that's the correct word but I just used it Um, and we, sometimes we see that there is a, um, a miss, a mismatch between what women say they want versus, um, hold on. I got to look at my phone, but sorry guys, I've been drinking water. (laughs) (laughs) We are actually, I'm actually 24 hours sober. I just had my first drink. Nice. And then I'm going to continue my sobriety after this podcast is over. <laughs> but yeah, continue, Davis. All right, cool. Uh, so what Rashawn meant to say was um, we've seen a big discrepancy between what women say um, they want in a relationship or in a partner 
uh, versus who they actually go for in real life. And we kind of wanted to get a female perspective or a woman's perspective. I heard, I heard saying female was kind of wrong these right. days. You cannot, <laughs> say, you cannot say female in 2022. It's definitely, it definitely feels like a little bit like less respect on it, but that's just because that's how it's evolved. So, I'll, yeah. I'll, you know, so. I don't feel any type of way about it, but. Um, for the sake of the podcast, she's a oh, woman. Yep. She's not a female. She's, she's a, a woman. woman. I, well, I am both. I do. I do. And that's fine. That's why I'm not offended. Uh, but yeah, go ahead. Yeah, but we, we just wanted to get your perspective on it and, and see what you got to say uh, to represent your your gender. And, uh, you know, what, you know we think uh, women are probably horrible at picking their partners in general. I think they don't really have set priorities. Yeah. Uh, so, you know, what, what you got to say about it? Well, first, your, you know, I got to have some context because I... Yeah, but hit me with like a hit me with like a situation, and maybe I can help you. Like, and and, and we can it. always bleep names out if we need to call anyone out, or maybe just I mean, hey, don't listen to me, honestly. <laughs> Davis, go. Yeah, like okay, so your your question is, well, you made a very bold statement. You said women are are bad at. Every- I, I I think Wait, that go- that. I'm not saying you are bad, Kara. No, 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 emotional about who they pick as their partners and they end up picking partners who don't match what they tell us because we hang around all these women and they tell us you know they want stability they just want a guy who's chill who can you know yeah yeah they say they want stability someone who treats them right and then they're dating like some some douchebag which which you see all the time right (laughs) Yo, that's none of my business. But hey, this we feels, see it every day, all day. That's 24. interesting. You know, they want they want a loyal dude, but they're dating the dude. They're fucking, dating a cheater. Uh, yeah, I'm real. Busted. and I've seen this in college. You know, I've I've dated I've dated people who have had this sort of um, idea, and then they dated me, and it was just it was a shock to them for somebody to just treat them well. Mm. Um, I've seen it with some of my friends, with some of my female friends and the guys they date and then they come over crying about some bullshit about what this guy did to them. And I'm like, I told you he was an asshole. You knew he was an asshole. Mm-hmm. All of us knew he was an asshole. We love him because he's a dick. So then why the fuck are you complaining? You're just kind of getting what you're, what you were looking for. Um, That's interesting. So, you know, um, is this just an age thing? Is this... What? Well, uh, try you need you need a couple more heartbreaks under under your belt no. too. <laughs> but let's let me just say this, okay? I don't believe in generalities, so I never will the words come out of my mouth saying this group of people is this way. Okay, let's just get across the board, and that might be a helpful thing to implement in the future. But that said, I will say um, all of us are always bidding for connection. Okay, sometimes to our detriment, right? So like. What you're saying is like, and, and your experience, what you've noticed is like women tend to do this. And in my experience, it's the, it's the absolute opposite because I'm the person who's loyal. I'm the person who means what I say. I'm the person who shows up with integrity and respect. And all the men that I have, I have attempted um, dating or like I saw, I was like intrigued by, they were the ones who were like, they like met me the same way that you just said. And they're like, oh shit, like you're like, you're like wifey material. And then they get scared and they run away. And I'm like, great. And now I have to deal with this like heartbreak that I didn't even get a chance to even like really dive into. Right. So I don't have, I don't have that experience. And also all my friends are like, they're, they're all women who like the first guy they dated, 
they married you know not the first guy but like kind of yeah so um but what I will say from a human experience standpoint and mind you I'm not a psychologist y'all know this <laughs> Oh yeah, well, yeah I think we need to add that. We need to yeah. add that yeah. thing yeah. in the beginning of episodes. We're not therapists. <laughs> no, not this therapist. is, hey, this is not a mental health podcast. If you need help, there is a no, hotline. There is a hotline you can call. There is we'll online put it in the bio services. Better help. We want that sponsorship <laughs> today. Okay. <laughs> so, okay. So so yeah. So none of us are, are psychologists, but we are people. Okay. And what I think tends to happen with women, with men, with all people who identify all different kinds of ways is we find somebody who interests us. We find some, we, we, we get that dopamine hit and then we want more of it. Right. And we all tend, we all at certain points in our life have fallen into the, the devil we know is better than the devil we don't. Right. And that is like, I mean, sometimes it's called toxic dick <laughs> with women it's called that toxic, toxic dick that, hits different no, ladies i have it so hit no, me up, shut up. i'm gonna worst. post my instagram handle at the end of the podcast so <laughs> you know where to so you know where you know where to go you have to get references bro no <laughs> no yeah i will give you the phone numbers of my exes oh and my they will God. tell you what's up <laughs> okay but 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 honestly, like, but like men fall men fall into that trap. Women fall into that trap. Like we've had conversations where you guys are like, yeah, that crazy girl. It hits different, you know. Not that I believe in calling people crazy, but you get what I'm trying to say. And it's like, it's like the emotional high is so great that it's you convince yourself that the lows aren't as bad. It's like, well, when I'm there and I'm doing it, it feels so good. And then when I leave, I feel like shit. And I'm like, what the fuck am I doing? You know. So I feel like that is kind of the, in my opinion, uh, that roller coaster ride. And I just think that a lot of people, it's not an age thing. Like you can do that your whole life and be miserable, like keep choosing people who don't choose you. But I think a lot of people, me being one of them is I came to the realization of like, yo, like this is not worth it. Like pursuing a dude who doesn't actually like or love you. Like that's weird to me. So and um, just to follow up to this, I, I think there's a more of a question to Roshan. Yeah. So when you were younger and you kind of saw, you kind of saw the personalities the most females went for. Did you try to alter your personality to sort of fit kind of the asshole bravado that these dudes had? Did you try to kind of try to shift your personality a bit because you're like, oh man, those dudes are getting laid, you know? Can I be like those dudes? Maybe I'll get late too. That's a very good point that Davis brought up. And I think that's like a transformation that most guys, most guys who are successful with women, they went through that transformation where they realized, hey, I'm kind of like a little beta male simp right now. And I'm getting trampled over while this one dude is just he's running, he's through, running through these hoes <laughs> and right. he doesn't care. So, so here's my question for you. Is that even the ideal situation to be running through quote unquote hoes? Like, I don't think so. I mean, at the time, it seems like a lot of fun. It seems like the dude is having the time of his life. But that guy has no emo like real intimate connection with any person because he does not respect himself or anyone around him. That I mean, and that that is my that's that's where I come from. Just because of the things that I've learned about relationships and and trauma and shit, like people who who are 
sexually promiscuous are not inherently messed up. Okay, don't get me wrong. Like, I, I'm like, let your freak flag fly, have sex, do, have your kinks, do that, do do whatever you want. But it's all about like where it comes from, right? Why, like those men that you look up to when you're a kid who are like in movies and they're like getting women, a lot of that is, and I'm not an expert on it, coming from the male gaze in TV, like in like macho men and blah, blah, blah. And the thing that is attractive to women, in my opinion, is not them being an asshole and them being disrespectful. It's them being assertive and intentional. When you see a guy get a, like, the guy at the bar who is, like, pointed, directed at a girl and he's, like, pursuing her actively is probably going to get the girl because he's, he's, like, charming and he, he kind of has that ability to, like, quote, unquote, he, he can use his, his power for evil or good. And a lot of times the guy who's running through hoes is the guy who's manipulating women um, they're, they're, consi- you know, consenting or whatever, and they're living their lives, but then the women are disappointed because they're like, damn, like, why can't I have an assertive, intentional, like, man? And I'm talking, like, heterosexual relationships right now, right? Let's make that very clear. They're like, why can't I have an intentional, pointed, like, man who also is emotionally intelligent, who, like, wants to pursue deep, intimate connection? It's, it's very, I think that's very hard because it takes, um, it takes a lot of, I would say it takes a lot of pain to develop that sort of confidence and assertiveness. It takes a lot of personality change and a lot of manifestation over a long period of time for a guy to develop into that sort of man. And when he's there, it's very rare that he won't, he won't choose those powers for, for, for evil. Well, and think, and, th- and think about this too, right? Like think about our society, right? Like I don't like to blame everything on society. Like you're an individual, you get to make choices. But the macho, macho man, especially in America, is celebrated for sports because we're obsessed with sports. So that the, the reason why the jock is such a popular trope in like TV or whatever, in TV, he's always an asshole because like his ego has just been inflated his entire life. But a lot of men who are sensitive and sweet and caring and respectful, who want deep, intimate connection, they're not celebrated. So how are you supposed to as a man? have that confidence right out the gate that's why it takes so long to be i feel like the men who make the best partners are the men not necessarily who were weak or whatever but they're the intelligent like self-aware men when they're like younger who come into their own as they get older because they realize oh i've been good this whole time i just had to be confident in myself and i had to own who i am you know what i mean and and so so i have a quick question here for the women because we've talked a lot about the guys and how they've They've needed time to change their personalities into this sort of assertive, dominant man well, trying to relate. I'm, I'm telling you, I'm telling you, I don't think men and have to change themselves. Like that's what I, I don't. I don't think men are, are unless to unless you're a fucking loser. It's time to change, buddy. It's not what you're doing isn't working. I think the assertiveness part is 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 key, but but that's not my point here. Yeah. I think to men we tend to grow into assertive assertiveness and confidence and you know maybe trying to go through through a couple of women you know just trying to detach yourself and be a, a high volume man i'm pretty sure that word resonates a lot <laughs> but, i'm sorry i i'm i'm sorry to all the women out there i'm sorry i used your pussy to transform myself but i promise that i'm becoming a better man every single day for anyone out there i'm cringing really hard. <laughs> That's just i might so- I might bleep that whole part yeah. out. <laughs> but, uh, but for women, what we see is that you see these women who go for these assholes, mm-hmm. and they go for this man who they, who they, 
I think they subconsciously know are emotionally emotionally unavailable for them. And they go through it once and twice and three times and five times and six times and sometimes they get pregnant, you know. No no shame to the to the women who are single and have kids, you know. That's hey, fine. shout out to all the single moms. Honestly, those are honestly some of the strongest, so like there. smartest women I've ever talked they don't to. Be, but, they are. but they are and it creates this almost emotional chaos in your life when you've picked the wrong partner and over a long period of time we have the highest rates of children who are being born in this country to single mothers mm -hmm. and you have this reverberating effect of kids growing up with single parents um not having father figures in their life and it's i don't want to say primarily but it's women who might not have picked the right partners initially to be to begin with to have sex with or be in relationships with and so isn't it more critical for women to take who the qualities they're looking for in a guy more seriously than it is for guys um to look for certain characteristics in women isn't it just because you have the ability to have kids doesn't that put a lot more onus on you? The the thing, yeah, what he's saying, he's saying, it, Davis is trying to say that, or is that women are kind of the gatekeepers of the relationship, the the pussy. Yes. Should I bleep that out? No, 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 look at that. It's the truth. It's true. Like, we can do anything or say anything, but at the end of the day, it's we can't force a woman to do anything. It's It's really up to her to make the final decision. Now, if she makes the wrong final decision, then, yeah, we're both fucked, I guess. Well, two things. One, there's no such thing as right and wrong. There's helpful and hurtful. This is the binary. That, that is what I live by. So I just want good and bad, right and wrong. I don't really believe in that. Everything is important. Everything's Everything you go through will self-develop you whether you like it or not, right? <clears throat> two, Think about what the last two and a half minutes of the conversation we had, right, that we just had. You said, and I, well, I can't quote it exactly, but to paraphrase, men go through a couple pussies to self-developed and turn this guy, <laughs> blah, blah, blah. And then, you're, and then you're questioning, why do women pick bad men? And it's like, oh, I don't know. Look at the pool to choose from. You have all these men, okay, <laughs> all these men who are treating women like they're some checked box or some 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 uh level of like a video game to like conquer and then move on when women are out here just we're trying to relate we're choosing somebody we're realizing it's not helpful sometimes it because we're all traumatized as kids at some point or another it takes a while to unlearn that shit you know what i mean and we should not women should not be punished for that and and if you want to be a man who who finds a woman who aligns with him, you have to become the man that who aligns with the woman who will, who is that you want. You know what I mean? I, I think most, and I'm going to, most men have probably encountered the woman they thought would be that person for them and they got hurt and they're in this fucking spiral of running. So then person. you have to think, why did you choose her? Maybe it was ignorance. I don't know. On both ends. You're absolutely correct. A lot of this conversation, you're pointing outward. But have you, I'm saying you as in like men or whatever, have you looked in the mirror to ask yourself, why did I choose that emotionally unavailable woman? Why did I choose the woman who was choosing men who weren't good for her? 
What is it in you that found that attractive who thought this is the woman of my dreams or whatever? You know what I mean? That is where the true self-development comes into play because the longer you have this, and I talked about this with you guys a little bit before, you know, in passing or whatever, but because we're all like traumatized as kids until you look inward at your own shit, you can't call out other people for theirs. You know what I mean? Because something that I learned along my journey is that I was pursuing emotionally unavailable men, which a lot of women do, okay? A lot of us have wounds, especially that have to do with like uh, masculine energy, father figures, whatever. And that's, it's a stereotype for a reason because again, we're talking about <laughs> men. Um, uh, but what I learned is that I was pursuing these emotionally unavailable men because I too was emotionally unavailable. Because God forbid I choose someone who would choose me back. That would be way too good. That would make way too much sense. And I feel like a lot of us all the time are doing that. Both men, women, all peoples on the earth. That's my hot take on that. All right. What I'm going to do is I'm going to move on to the next question, but I just want to summarize what has just um, been discussed. (laughs) But yeah, basically, because we had said, you know, women say this, but they want that. Kara said, oh, men actually do the same thing. And I think that's a fair point. I think that's... gender this subject is genderless is that fair i feel like it's it's a human experience because not enough people have gone through their own shit yeah. hey man gender fluidity to it fluid it has something to do with it i think yeah it's just a, it's just a it's just a thing of like i mean and this is this i don't think this necessarily of you guys but like it's very easy to become bitter when you're not chosen Okay, over and over oh, again. Yeah. Oh yeah. And that's something that I've gone through. Literally, the like all of the men I have, I have, I have attempted, you know, bids of love for or whatever, have rejected me. And I am a person in the world who works very hard on like becoming my best version, like my, the most compassionate, understanding person. And what I've learned is that when I put somebody else's experience before my own, and I put and I respect somebody else more than myself like i'm never going to align with anything that i'm actually worthy of so men should do that women should do that all people should should put them respect themselves and i've you uh, and this has not been an experiment that has had a positive outcome yet but the positive outcome is like i'm having the time of my life right now because i'm I'm aligned with that so all right all right we're about to move on to the next subject um so this is something that um i've just been this is a topic that's been been brought up in my life uh sorry guys i've been drinking too much um (laughs) you gotta stop saying it it just seems like (laughs) it just seems like god has put something on my heart and i just gotta talk about it now let's do it and the subject is pretty privilege okay it's something that i i'll admit i'm not that educated about i don't think anyone in this room is educated about but we kind of heard about it a little bit Mm -hmm. um my hot take on it, because it, it seems like... Yeah, what exactly is bothering you about it? Right, all right. So we're about to get right into that. And the whole thing is like, it, it's it seems like there's people out there who are mad that pretty privilege exists. And my take is like, yo, it is what it is. I'm sorry, okay? Um, what exactly is it though? Like give an example for the people out there who yeah, might not be familiar. Pretty privilege is like when a hot girl goes to a bar and dudes are just buying her drinks, right? And the girl who's maybe not as hot is just kind of 
Which, be, what does that even mean? Yeah. I, I'm not even going to yeah, go there because yeah. I will get canceled immediately. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's nice. To, it's good to know ignorance. Cause yeah. Yeah. I mean, <clears throat> let's just say if a girl is not by society standard, not considered pretty that that her life or even guys too right pretty privilege works for guys and girls so i think for guys it's tall privilege is it tall, tall privilege, privilege? i think that fits into something yeah something about yeah tall privilege oh, there's I guess. a lot of short kings out there who are mad hey. about that yeah hey we got two short kings on the podcast love we're, we're doing all right we're doing all right <laughs> we do fine <laughs> so okay so so what so why are you mad about it I'm mad about it because I think some girls are holding them and maybe guys are holding themselves back from becoming their highest version of themselves because they're mad about like, oh, this person's pretty. So they get the easy life when it's like, yo, okay, yeah, they get the easy life. But can you just try a little bit harder to make your life more um, manageable and something that you can still enjoy? Yeah. Um, I, yeah. Yeah. Keep going. Yeah. You want to say something? Yeah. And, and I think this, the, the pretty privilege, it's also, it could apply to, I guess, white privilege. Oh, 100%. Um, well, we were getting into the patriarchy. And, uh, and the patriarchy, I guess. You know, maybe. I don't we know. Don't, <laughs> hey, we don't. It, it could apply to all well, these topics. And yeah. I think my stance with that is as a person of color and as the other host on this podcast who is also colored a too. person of color. We're both colored. We don't think we God have colored ever. our skin. And he said, he said, fuck you to me. <laughs> I don't think we have ever used our race as an excuse not to get what we want. And we've always been in just that mindset of, you know, I'm going to work as hard as I can. And I'm going to push the limits of what I'm given by God to achieve my dreams. And, and, so, and I'll say this is that, Davis, would you say that? You've pretty much gotten everything that you wanted in life so far. Yes, sir. And I've I, also gotten everything I wanted in life so far. I don't know if that's privileged of me to say. Well, you but, are still men in America. Yeah. I mean, okay, you are so, not white men in America, but you are yeah. still men. And and I'll say this in response, okay? Again, I, I'm not an expert. That's just, we all know this. What I will say is that pretty privilege comes from the patriarchy. It is white people it is all like think about this okay like in the 90s and you guys might not be tuned into this because you're not women in the 90s who was the gold standard of one of a woman it was britney spears thin white five five blonde wore like the low-rise jeans with like the flare like that she was the gold everybody and their mom wanted to look like britney spears and we are just now entering a, a phase of, of life where people are, the gold standard of, of woman is based off of a black woman, big booty, big boobies, tiny little waist, but is still- Shake that ass, girl. But is still the Kardashians. So like we've made progress in terms of like, in term, with the pretty privileged movement, in terms of like having some more bodies included in that. But now it's like, all the thin white women are deemed as like unattractive. Like the thin, no titty, no ass women are deemed unattractive. Right? I have a quick question. Yeah. When you're on your journey to your success or when you're pursuing what you love and you've kind of calmed down and you know why God has, a, has put you on this earth, why does all this outside influence matter to you? Well, I'll tell you. And it is, 
Yo, this is so funny. Y'all are going to get me on an anti-capitalist rant. <laughs> um, not a rant, but I think the thing to understand here is you can do – both are true at the same time. You can be a person who is confident, who who, do, who does things out of, out of spite from their environment, who, like, accomplishes all the things that they've ever wanted in the world, and there's still people out there who wouldn't give you a job because you're black. Just because you've never encountered them doesn't mean that it doesn't exist. You see what I mean? Like there are still there are still women black black women who are not hired because they have locks instead of straight permed hair. You see what I mean? And that's not just and that's not just a pretty privileged thing. That is a like societal. Uh, it's just it's just messed up. Like and it still exists. That woman's not gonna let. She's not gonna let that like dictate her future and like the things that she's trying to accomplish. But like my best friend and I know I'm talking about uh, black women because it's just there's just so many examples. My best is a dark skin like woman, entrepreneur who she has a master's in marketing. She has like over a, a decade of experience and she can, and her last job every single day, they questioned her ability to do her job. The white girl they hired who brought in talking about pr pretty privilege or, or the privilege of being a, a thin white woman had no idea what she was doing, had not even a fourth of the experience and they were like anything you do has gold they didn't question anything she did and had to go back behind her oh well, i said her name my bad she's not gonna care my friend had to go back behind her fix all the things that she messed up i mean this is just i'm just saying what she had told me so this might not be incredibly accurate like accurate but had to go back behind her fix it and the girls the other girl still got the credit so that is that is a very real thing that that even though my friend works her ass off to be the best version of herself, there are still people out there, white men, especially her, her old boss, who have these, these systemic ideals and like, uh, what's the word? Prejudices in their minds, right? And all of that trickles down into everything that we do. So that, that and that, so like, that's what I'll say, like, and I'll end on that, like two things are true. Like, you can never experience something that somebody else experiences, but it doesn't mean that it doesn't happen. And B, like, you can still live a fulfilled life even though these things exist. You know what I mean? And, and my, my, my big point is with, uh, with the whole pretty privilege. Yeah. Uh, I'm not, I'm not going to go too hard on the pretty privilege because that's, that's for Sean's story. I don't mind. Yeah. But with me, it feels like the focus is always on I'm not getting this because of pretty privilege instead of I want to be very happy with where I am right now and I'm just going to focus on me and my life and my track yeah. and I'm not going to focus too much on the negative impacts sure. of my life and just keep moving on with my life because from personal experience I work for a very very old Texas company yes. and I have never encountered this I have never even had it in the back of my car of my head subconsciously yeah. this is this is what is going to prevent me from progressing in my life and so why can't why don't people take that mindset of living their own lives and no I'm not worried about you know the, the pretty girl getting a drink well yeah, there's so much to this, right? And we're not scholars, right? Like there's so much just because you are able to live this life because there were people out there who dedicated their lives to making sure black people had like <laughs> an enjoyable experience in the world. And there's still Rick, there's still like this old shit that still exists that we still got to work through. But like, I'm so glad, like that means that their shit worked, you know? But is it, is it going to work for pretty privilege? So 
that's so that's exactly so there are this is my this is my take okay me personally it is not my job in this world to like on a grand scale to like be the person who's yelling and screaming about these things that are wrong in the world my you're not a social justice warrior not not on a large scale no because i know that most people like you want to live the best life that they can for themselves like and like kind of a coping mechanism is like you have to you have to be apathetic about the the large scale things because all you can control is your life you know to a to an extent and but i like i'm like so glad that there's people out there who are talking about this stuff so loudly because it's like yeah bring it to the attention of people because if nobody talks about it like podcasts like this then how are we ever going to be able to make a change you know what i mean so yes there are and there's everything is a spectrum okay this is what i choose to believe and there are the people who get so nitty-gritty about a movement that it kind of distracts you from the actual point and i think that's kind of what you're getting at like if, if that's if that's true so for me like yeah like <laughs> the real problem is systemic like racism and like patriarchy right but it trickles down into like stupid into like little things like the white blonde chick at the bar with big tits and an ass who's still a whole person who still deserves respect and love and like all the things that humans want um but she just so happens to fit this like bombshell like you know hugh hefner like what are they called the bunnies like the you know what i'm talking about uh the playboy martian bunnies yes the uh, playboy bunnies playboy she bunnies. happens to fit this she happens to fit this stereotype and so then like men view her a certain way like but like that's not thing to be mad at she's still a woman who deserve who like is living in the world she's not some like she's not a caricature and that's the problem with the patriarchy is that they it's hurtful to her that she's even put in this this box too you know i don't know it's just something to think about I've been saying so many things. Davis yeah. is looking. <laughs> I was like, wait, 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 where the fuck did the picture come from? Well, that, but that's what it is. Like, like the ideals of women and the ideals of men are based off of like white people in the fifties, you know, or like, that's like, it's just kind of a thing. It's, it's based off movies and it's like, and that's why it's so important to have different people represented. And it's based off of the bodies you see in magazines, the people that we look up to, you know, like all of that counts. And it's like, you can still, like, I love the way that I look. I love the way my body moves. I love, and, like, I am a person who's been in totally different shaped bodies my whole life. Like, I was a chi- I was a thick kid, and then I started dancing, and then I got real, I got thin with an ass and tits, and then I was objectified by men when I was 13, and then, and then I got thick in college, and nobody looked at me, and now I'm dancing again, and I'm hot all of a sudden, you know? Did you go through Yeah, absolutely. So, like, I've lived a bunch of different experiences, so I can, like, speak to that, and, like, how weird it is that like I've like ebbed and flowed in and out of the pretty privilege kind of ideal, you know, as like a white woman. Like I was a thick white woman who, and then I was a thin white woman, and you know. But it's just, it's interesting. I don't know. I definitely think that I've like benefited from it in my life, though, for sure. Do you think people should strive to enhance their looks? I am of the belief that I think everyone should do exactly what the hell they want to do with their bodies. I'm like total bodily autonomy. As I mean, what if you're okay. So let's say that's their mentality, but they're also complaining that that society's, I think your real real problem is that people aren't positive. (laughs) 
You're like, just be happy with what you got. Like, I feel like that's where y'all are coming from. Right? And, and if no, you know that yeah. this, okay, th- I think Roshan is going to the point of, if you know that these are the rules of the fucking game, like fucking switch up. Yeah, so, <laughs> hey guys, life, life is a video game. So just play it like one. Stop fucking complaining. Sorry, I'm about to get really fucking angry on here. I had a few drinks <laughs> and I'm about to get real. I'm sorry. <laughs> Don't but, say sorry if you're not sorry. When I said sorry, I was I was not being genuine. You're doing okay? it to be dramatic. I got you. <laughs> yeah. The thing is, like, look, for me, for me, the way I operate is like, look, in terms of like trying to get females in my life or whatever, or money or success or all these things. Like, dude, you have to level up. You have to gain some kind of maturity. You have to develop a skill set. Um, for me, it's like, I want to, I want to take care of my body. Davis is the same exact way. We both want to dress well. We are doing it to, to pander to societies. You're playing the game. I'm playing the game and I'm not mad about it either because I mean, I'm still having fun and I'm reaping the benefits of playing. Exactly. And you, your mindset has completely shifted where you're not focused on anything on the, on the negative side. You're just on this fucking goal Oh, you're, yeah. you're, you're, you're just pointed at the, the thing that you want. You're not focused on, yeah. oh, they're not giving it to me. You're more like, oh, I'm going to go get it. Right. Well, and I, I think men, a lot of, like, this is a generalization, which I don't, you know, again, um, I don't think all men, but you guys see a problem, quote unquote, and you fix it. Right. You're like, all right, this is the problem. I'll fix it. And it's done. And your problem, quote unquote, is that you don't fit into the stereotypical, like, hot dude who gets all these all these quote-unquote hoes you know so you're but but then you're taking steps to my question is then you're taking steps to like fit into that somehow but like and that's fine like level like do do whatever you want as long as it aligns right but like what's the difference between you going to the gym and like gaining more muscles and like women getting plastic surgery they're playing the game because because that's the patriarchy fantastic get women if you want plastic surgery (laughs) go get that nose job (laughs) <laughs> this is your sign to go get that nose job. But what was your question before? You're like, what do you think about women changing their bodies? Like that, what was like, the, I mean. No, you gotta do it. Yeah, I think, or, I, I, I think. I not say that? Do, no, 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 yeah. I, I was quite, I was just like, I was confused. But um, yeah, I think whatever makes you feel good off, yes. like, about yourself, go do that. Well, and that's the thing is like, there's people who are just bitter about everything. And they, I guess. You know what's so funny is that when you say that, you're the only person who sounds bitter. Like when you guys talk about everyone being, it sound it comes off very much so like. No, I'm just saying be like me. <laughs> be like me, so we can vibe together. So yeah. we can be two people or a community that just doesn't complain about shit. Look, if you can live your life on whatever, um, however you want to live it. Yeah. But who are these people that, who are who are complaining? Like I'm. I, I can't even. Things. We would have to bleep out every single name. I can't mm. do that. We were talking about them before the podcast started. <laughs> and I can't say their name. I'm sorry. All right. That's fair. That's interesting. All right. Okay. What's next? I think that, um, that was yeah, good. Yeah. That was honestly a very good discussion. Um, so I was kind of fucking around on my phone and I deleted one of the questions. <laughs> so do you want to go straight into the manifestation thing and then we can cut it off from there? We can make it my go. The, the podcast. Has it really? Yeah, it's been like yeah. most 30. 
Oh, fuck. <laughs> Are you in a time so machine? Sorry. I wish I had a time machine. machine. <laughs> I mean, yeah, I mean, like, you want to talk about it. Like, you know, you can just undo notes, right? You can just... How do you undo notes? notes? Just, there's usually a back button and Yeah, whatever. there is some... <laughs> <laughs> like, I'm drunk, you want to end this? If you can figure out the undo button... <laughs> well, what, and was then the we'll... what was the question? What was the question on? Huh? What it's... was it on? What do you mean? If you can start undoing the history and the note... And we're gonna well, add. Let's up. just like get into it. Like I know, I just I know a little bit about the like you say you have like a manifestation TikTok, but I've like never seen it. Like what is that? Hey, like, where did that come from? Hey guys, yeah, I got a TikTok all about <laughs> manifestation videos. I got over a thousand followers. I mean, I it's lit. And you talked about like you've been doing this for like years. I've been doing this for stuff? years. Yeah, man. When you get into when you're in a deep dark depression, you start finding these books. You start finding religion. You start finding God. You start getting downloads from. Your, your higher self or what let's talk about it i am so into this hey but kara can you please define manifestation for our audience <laughs> let me try <laughs> um i think my um my definition of it is just like and i know well let me preface this by especially on tiktok there's like a whole community of people who are manifesting and then you get into like tarot and you get into like fuck tarot like cards it's a fucking scam do a, not <laughs> get a tarot reading okay it's the work of the devil <laughs> and then you get into like astral project all this woo woo stuff but manifestation is as simple as i'm hungry and then you go make yourself a meal like you bring into reality something that you want you know what i mean or and and it can get and people it can get so in depth in terms of like manifesting things that take like years right and it's coming it's just coming into alignment with like your with your desires right like i desire this this margarita and i'm gonna drink the margarita and and it's manifested like it's just something that it comes into comes into reality like something that you want right uh, i think that's my definition I'm going to give my definition because mine is a little bit more, um... It's a little more better? It's not better. <laughs> hey, man. You know the TikTok. <laughs> I got the, I got the TikTok. I've, I've just had things that... And, and, the, and the Bible talks about it a, a lot where if you just... They talk about, like, a walk with God. And what is a walk with God? It's a, it's a walk where um, you're fearless. Um, you have faith that everything that you want will be given um so long as you're in alignment so long as you're in alignment and, and alignment is basically again that walk with god where it's like if god is saying hey i'm gonna give you everything then why are you afraid why are you nervous about how much money you're making why are you nervous about trying to find a relationship like those things means that you lack faith well, well who what is god to you are you is are you do you have like a religion i know i know a little bit about davis's background but i don't know about yours um no i don't have religion but like what is like god in like what is your like definition my i honestly i have no idea mm. but i just the way i look at it is that there's someone who's going to take care of me as long as i believe that i'll be taken care of and the way to show that you are being that you believe that you'll be taken care of is that you have to release all these negative emotions, the doubts, the fears, the anxieties, because those are just, if you have those emotions, that's proof that you just don't believe. Is, is your someone like a physical person eventually, or that's, it's just like the energy, like what is like, who is the someone? I don't have a proper definition. I don't think you can, I think, I think the definition of God is outside of human 
um, conception. Yeah, you can't understand. If you can, if you can do it on your, if you can understand it, then you can do it on your own, yeah. and you can yeah. do it on your own. I have a little bit of a, and I'm gonna share it just because I think it's interesting. I have um, talk about manifestation and like depression and like leveling up your life or whatever. I found this. Well, I didn't find this book. This book kind of found me. It's called Conversations with God, and we we don't have to go this direction if we don't want to on the pod. But I just think it's interesting. We're going there. I think this is fascinating because this is something like we're talking about life philosophies here. We're talking, right? <clears throat> Which is like the most interesting thing to me because I think the human experience is like the most fascinating thing ever. So I like totally agree with you. And like Davis and I have talked about a little bit about religion and like God and stuff in the past, like in like conversations or whatever. For me, when you said, sorry, I jumped around a bunch of times. I'm ADHD. Kara's been drinking a lot. No, I had one drink. Chill. One first point. I found this book called Conversations with God. It changed my life. It's by, it's by um, Neil something. I can't remember. Look it up. It changed my life. And it put into words all the things and the questions that I've always had about God and like religion because I grew up Methodist. And I remember being in the church and being like, I remember being in the church and feeling the quote unquote Holy Spirit like, crying singing hymns like because everybody like thousands of kids in this room and i'd go to like these church camps will be singing like like that you know like white people contemporary music um and i would just be like oh my god like every time i go to church i just feel like this like over like whelming energy yeah and when i would listen to the preacher um, we might be losing some listeners, but that's fine. Like, this is important. But I'd be listening to, like, the pastor or whatever, the preacher or whatever, and they would be saying, like, you are made in the eyes of God. You are perfectly made. You have, like, you have, you are, like, uh, you know, God is love, and, and you are made in his image. And and then I would go out into the world, and people would be, like, like, I would hear that, I would hear that message, and then i go out into the world, and people would be, like, let go and let God. And I'm, like, whoa, 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 whoa. You just told me God is all powerful love. He is everywhere all the time. And I am made in his image. I can, I can let go. And, and I also have power to make change, you know, because I have all of that inside of me. I am a piece of the puzzle, but that piece of the puzzle is just as powerful as anything else. And so my definition, when I hear you say some, someone is going to take care of me so long as I let, like, let go I have come to learn when I hear the words, um, I am the great, uh, what's, uh, what is it? I am the great I am. Is that like a, yeah. I am the great I am. I sat there and I thought like, I am. When you read those words, I haven't read the Bible. I'm not going to pretend like I know scripture. But when you read those words, you're saying I am. And it's like, who am I? I am the great I am. You know, so that someone is me, bro. That someone is me every single day. And I and not everyone is going to agree with that. But that is where all my power comes into play. It's like, I, I got me because I got me. You and me are the same. We're just projections of each other. We're just like, but we're all made of the same stuff, you know? And so long as I lean in to me, everything lays out in front of me like it's so easy. And it's, it's, it's exactly what you're saying. Because I let go of all the shit. And like, and at the end of the day, so long as I respect and I like choose me and I like align with what feels 
innately helpful, like everything else comes into like falls into place. And that's how you ma- you manifest the shit out of your life. And I and people and I you I call it I'm I'm comfortable calling it anything. God, universe, spirit. And I know that people of certain religions like they're like, no, it's this, it's this. And, and I'm like, that's fine. That works for you. This works for me. And uh, I think that's fascinating that we can all get to the same kind of like ideal through different avenues too. Yeah, I think uh, so. What Kara's saying is like, uh, we're a piece of the puzzle with God. I think that God still exists outside of humanity, but it is like this co-creation. So, for example, let's say that everything is everything. It's like right. My favorite thing. So it, let's say that a person is trying to. They're either on some kind of a weight loss journey or a weight gain journey. They're they're trying to transform their body. Physically, yeah. Yeah, and as long as their thoughts are aligned and pure then God will intervene and say, hey, I'm going to send you this person and they're going to give you some advice. I'm going to send you someone else. They're going to give you some supplements to take. I'm going to I'm gonna hook you up because you're so aligned in what you believe in that I'm going to keep um, stacking the blessings on top of what you are already invested in. Well, let's talk about what pure means. What do you mean by that? Pure means that like, okay, so in the, in the example I gave where – Let's say there's a, a person and they're trying to, you know, work on their body in the gym. What you see a lot is people who are working, but they're also doubting, right? So they, 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 they say, oh yeah, I'm working to get this perfect physique, but then they go home and but look why? in the mirror. Yeah. They look in the mirror and they say, I hate myself. That's an impure thought because if it was pure, then you would love yourself at every point in the process because you already know where you're going. That's what I mean by pure. I, I, so I think what, what I'm, what I'm, what I think you're, you're saying is pure just means when you have this like innate, uh, it's like, it's like intuition, right? Like this intuition about yourself. You're like, when you, when you have this innate intuition about what you want and like what you desire and you, you do it from a place of love and not fear or, or hate or whatever, like that's when you can really make change, like change your life. Is that what you're saying? And, and, a, and, a, and a place of faith where you, this is the faith as small as a mustard seed could move mountains, mm-hmm. where if you have this incredible faith in what God has promised you or what is promised for you in the future, you will stop worrying about everything else to your side, everything else in front of you because you have this unbelievable faith that this person that I guess you walk with is going to be with you throughout all these problems. And I think that's where the differing point between me and Kara is because we've had this discussion before. And for me, it was more, okay, we're getting to the same page, but I don't think that humans are strong enough to have that much power to move things well, I, think, I feel like I think in, people don't believe in the power that they have is a big problem um, yeah or maybe they don't but maybe it's just because of the way i was taught but I the just thing is okay like the thing is like of, it's it's a heavy burden to carry on your own well and also it's like this unless you believe that you are capable of anything the thing the thing is like that's fine if you believe that you're capable but i've had multiple instances in my life where it's like i didn't have the answer so God brought someone into my life and without me even asking the question, they were delivering the answer. Maybe I was just sitting at a Starbucks kind of pondering something 
and the person next to me was talking to their friend, talking about the answer. Or I was watching TV and the person in the TV was talking back to me and saying, hey, this is the answer to your problem. And it's like, that, that's not why I turned on the TV. I was just trying to watch some cartoons. Well, now we're talking about, we're talking about coincidence and I don't believe in coincidence at all. Well, that, that's what I'm saying is I don't, it wasn't a coincidence. I'm saying well, God delivered this sure. message in, in a physical form because God is not going to show up in, in any other way and other than what our six senses can perceive. Right. And you, and that answer might've been play, been on replay for 10 years and you weren't even able to hear it because you hadn't run into that problem yet. Isn't that interesting? Yeah. And also, what do you say to the people who don't believe in God? Especially people who, you, who whom you look up to, who, whom you view have, have this life that you desire, you know, who are atheists, who are agnostic. Like, what do you say to those people? Um, well, first of all, I don't know if I do. I don't know. Yeah, we don't know. Yeah, that's fair. I don't know if I look up to anyone who doesn't sort of align with me, um, with my faith. You know, it's, yeah. it's like a prerequisite for whoever I'm dating to have the same sort of faith as me. So I've never. Well, dating and looking up to, they're, they're not mutually or, exclusive. Yeah. In, in yeah. Been... Well, then where do I fall into play? Yeah. Here's the tea. What do you think about me? Do you, do you respect, and this is like open conversation, obviously. Do you respect people like me less? No. We just differ in how, on, in what we believe. Yeah. I well, and that, that, that contradicts what you just said, you know, in a, in a way. It's, yeah. it's, well, looking up to some, I mean, looking up to somebody would mean, okay, like I want to be like you in, in 20 years. And mm. I have a pretty small list of people I want to be like in 20 yeah, years. Yeah, I mean, that's like, that's a great yeah. scale. Maybe sure. it's, maybe it's because yeah. I got your question wrong. But well, if, I, I mean, I think we might just have different definitions. Of yeah. To, yeah. Because for me, it's like, I look up to my brother or my dad or yeah. it's like a very small group of people who i'm like oh okay like i want to be that when i grow yeah. up like i want to have that but i've never like i've n i've never encountered a situation where there was somebody i was looking up to who didn't have my my mm. my my path but That's interesting too. i feel like a lot of us do that subconsciously like may, if somebody doesn't align with your philosophy maybe they life, just yeah you yeah. just don't but I also don't really like look up to anyone, <laughs> but that's my personal, cause like I'm, all of us are just like fumbling and stumbling through life. Exactly. You know what I mean? And I, I, I know that nobody else's life is like mine and nobody else's life will ever, will be, ever like be like mine. yours. Exactly. Yeah. Which is, which I think is that's the important hard. takeaway. So sure. you try to find all the key points that align and you're like, okay, my yeah. life is so different from yours. What can align so that, okay, we can make a path here. Yeah. But going back to the whole manifestation thing, um, like these principles, well, because I, I mean, I was raised in a church. Mm -hmm. These principles have been banged into our head, my head, for years. Yeah. And it wasn't until I met the two of y'all <laughs> where I started actually like reading the Bible objectively. Mm -hmm. Where you know, if, if you read the Book of Psalms, it's all about letting go. You know, it's David writing this in his term. And I think the Bible is an incredible tool for self-actualization and development. Yeah. yeah. And David is writing this in times of turmoil. Peter is writing about this. Paul is writing about this. And they all have this concept of just letting your worries and troubles go and God will fill the rest of the gaps. Well, God, I mean, yeah. yeah I mean, whoever yeah. you... Well, and let me edit. I think the Bible can be a very if, good tool. If you want, yeah. If you, for if self, you want there's a lot of where... things that contradict in the Bible and I think that's where, like, yeah. for me personally, like, that, and again, I have not read it, so I'm not an expert. I cannot debate. I cannot yeah, re rebuke. I mean, rebuttal anything. But um, just based off like the things that I like learned when I was a kid, I'm like, 
yo, like when I'm in like elementary, when I'm in like the Sunday school, they're like love, 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 and then when I'm in big church, it's like, okay, yeah. but I'm going to hell. Like that doesn't make sense, bro. It's, uh, yeah, it's it's hard. But when yeah. you listen to Roshan talk and. We've been having these conversations for what, like three, four months now. Yeah. And like we, I can quote stuff is told from me that I've yeah. read in the Bible, like yes. straight up. Yep. No, no difference. Yep. Like, and, well, and, and the, people who, the people who wrote the Bible were just people who were going through the same stuff same we're going through. We're they just like didn't that. have toilets. Yeah. <laughs> you know. Oh, fuck. So wait, wait. So uh, let me ask you all a question then. Yeah. Um, <laughs> what in the stages of your life where you found yourself lacking and have needed to, you know, get into a mindset of manifestation, what was it that you were missing? Or what was it that you think you were doing wrong in those stages where you found yourself in a like lacking mindset? Both of y'all, y'all can go one, two, two, three. Um, I would, I would say that I was putting my power in other people and the every, everything outside my own mind and body I was letting that dictate how I operate, how I feel. Um, and once you let, you know, like a, a big thing today is like people need validation. And validation is the reason why is probably why you're suffering, you know. And once you let go of the, the, the irony of like when you let go of validation, you become the most authentic version of yourself. And when you do become the most authentic version of yourself, you receive the validation as a result. Because you're being validated for who you actually are. For who you are. Yeah, because when you are seeking it out, you're not real. No, How can anyone respect you when you're acting like this, almost like an incel, right? An incel is someone who's going out saying, I want that thing. I deserve that thing. Society's telling me I should have that thing. They're so disconnected from their own soul that all they receive is suffering in the end. Oh, 100%. Well, and, and the the sad thing about all that is that like, for, for me, like when I look back on my childhood, it's like it is the community is so important. And like you get all of your self-worth from the people who pour into you when you're a child. Right. Like and if you don't get that, if you're not celebrated for who you are as a kid, then you start asking questions of like, what's wrong with me? What's wrong with me? And then you start editing yourself to be like everyone around you. And then if you're lucky, you you, you get awareness to start unlearning that shit and becoming your actual self but a lot of people live their whole entire lives doing that like oh maybe they have the answer maybe they have the answer all these people have the answers and i'm sitting here just confused af when really as you get older like oh nobody knows what's going on and 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 if you're lucky you have that self-awareness or you have that like rock bottom that it's like okay i don't know what the answer is but something has to give and a lot of people don't win that battle. A lot of people lose that battle. They kill themselves or, or they, 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 they do things that to self-harm, to like disassociate from that pain, right? And a lot of that is acting out, you know, sexually. A lot of that's doing drugs, getting drunk, doing all these things that are a lot of- Blow jobs, hand jobs, yeah. rim just, jobs. Things that just feel physically good, good but not- very temporarily, but ultimately like your quality of life is like very low. And to answer your question, Davis, uh, there was never a point where I was like, uh, until uh, and th there, there did come a point where I was like, okay, I know about manifestation and now I know how to operate it. And now I know how to manipulate it. Okay. Um, but that, but that was not the beginnings of like what I went through as a person. All of my shit 
I mean, if we think about it, it's been a lifelong journey. It is. Yeah. It has been a journey of unlearning or or learning that like I've been perfect this whole time, you, yeah, right? You've been Gucci. Your, I've been Gucci. Yeah. I've been this incredible, person. goofy, fun-loving, like energetic, like po- like positive person my whole life. Oh, what's that? Do you need to? No, 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 no. Because I was gonna say, you know, yeah. just not to even cut you off, but yeah. when you start developing that type of energy. When you walk into rooms, yeah. it is incredible yeah. because it's it's, it's magnetic. High it's high it, vibe. It yeah. is so magnetic when you're just when you're you and you've just like you've calmed down and tuned out everything else, mm-hmm. and you walk into a room because so you can answer just answer your question first before I yeah. go. Yeah. Well. Well. So like, your original question was something like, um, when did I? When, when did you feel like? The, in the times of your life when you felt like you weren't in your fully mm. developed, you know, manifested state, what do you yeah. think you were doing wrong? You know, what were you out of alignment with? Well, like Rashawn said, it, it wasn't, it, it was just like, I was deeply insecure. And what was so weird was that I was still showing up, like this version that you guys know me today, like people on the internet don't know me, but when I walk into a room, like I'm making sure, like, I'm not making sure, but like I am... I'm like loud and fun and I'm being goofy and weird and I'm like doing all these things. And in high school, I was still that person, but I was like deeply insecure about it. I had this like idea of like, well, maybe people are just like, like laughing with me because like maybe, but like behind my back, they're like saying other things. It was this, it was this constant thing of like, do people really mean what they say? Which LOL comes from childhood trauma. (laughs) Like where, you know, when I, I have a father who, was emotionally abusive, whether he likes to believe it or not. And, you know, I had to like walk on eggshells around my parental figures. And so like that came into my, you know, junior high self, my high school self on top of all the shit that people go through as kids. And I think in college, I kind of hit a breaking point because I was like incredibly overweight for what I feel like my aligned uh, health is, which is a major key to like body weight, um, Right now, I feel like I'm in alignment with, like, my physical health, which is nice. And I'm still fluffy, and I still got jiggle, but, like, I like myself. She's thick. Yeah. She, she's slim thick, you know? Yeah, we got a slim, thick got... white girl in the podcast, okay? So I we're making some, we're making yeah. moves. I've got flappy arms and cellulite, and I'm not very strong, but, like, I can dance my ass off, and, like, I love that about myself. You know? So, like, I have, like, there was a point in college where I realized, like, oh, my God, I'm, like, living off of, like, I was just doing a lot of things to, like, self-abandoned myself right i was eating foods that weren't good for that weren't helpful or healthy for me i was i was behaving like going out drinking doing things that did not align with like my actual i wasn't dancing i was wearing frumpy clothes i wasn't like going to sleep i was staying up way too late watching netflix i was you know just just being i just was like doing all the things to disassociate from my from myself and i was still going to work and i was still going to class and i was still making grades and i was still doing these things and I was still showing up in the world in a way that nobody was asking any questions, which is very dangerous. Like, because I was like hiding how like sad I was. Yeah. And it was like right when I graduated college, I, I was like, I just kind of threw my hands up. I was like, screw this. I said, how dare I? I kind of came to, right? I kind of feel like I was in like a fog in college. And I kind of came to, of like, what the, where the hell have I been? Like, I have not been awake this entire time. Like what? I I did not have sex in college. I did not relate in college. I literally had my friends and I like went to work and I came home and like that was it. Like there was, I mean, I went partying and stuff, but like I did not 
have I don't remember anything. anything and it's bizarre and it wasn't until like I watched one documentary this is hilarious this is how my, my I operate I watched a documentary about like veganism <laughs> I watched one documentary we're not making fun of vegans no, I, I don't I, know I, why the fuck she just laughed no, and she's a vegan hey, too no, exactly I'm, I'm laughing because I've been, oh, oh, I've been oh, vegan okay. for five years yeah. like oh, okay. I, that's bad, what makes bad, it so bad. funny we love vegans yeah <laughs> I no me to say retweet that's like my one thing I can contribute to the world but I watched this one documentary about like, you know, it was like the what the health documentary, right? And I have had disordered eating my whole life. Like up until I went vegan, I've had like weird body dysmorphia, which is actually inverse. I've always thought I was thinner than I actually was, which is fascinating to me. Um, So like when you see pictures, when I would see pictures of myself, I'd be like, who is that? That's not what I look like. Uh, That's also guys to a certain degree where they think they're really buff and like muscular, but they're also actually a little bit chunky too. They're not really seeing that part. (laughs) Right. But like, it's the same, it's the same coin. It's like, whoa, what the hell? But I watched this documentary and it was literally like that night I was like, all right, you're vegan now. That was it. It was like cold turkey. Like, and from that point forward and we can, I don't know enough about like food and stuff to get into all that stuff. But from that point forward, I started eating vegetables for the first time in my life. I started losing weight for, for, I started losing weight in, in a way that like I was not focused on it. My, I literally told myself, I looked in my mirror and I, I had a come to Jesus meeting with myself. Right. And this is like, again, hilarious how I, I operate like this. About once every four years, I have a come to Jesus meeting with myself. And I call it that because I literally point at myself in the mirror. I'm like crying, like snot running down my nose. And I'm like, bitch <laughs> and I'm like talking to myself I'm like talking to my, my higher self is like talking to my low vibe self and that's how I like imagine it now with the things that I know about like the spirituality not even my alpha male it was it was my my parents in me it was the parent in me I was like how dare you treat yourself this way how dare you not take care of yourself the way you deserve how dare you treat yourself like anything less than incredible i'm like you deserve so much fucking better than this and from this point forward you're you don't have an excuse you're doing this shit you are taking care of yourself you are owning your life and you're taking radical responsibility for your evolution i think we got an instagram clip (laughs) that's that's an instagram clip because there's a lot of women i feel in our lives that i feel like are hurting right now and if they listen to your message well, it's women I think and that'll men. help it's, it's, and, and men, yeah, it's also. All of us. Yeah. yeah. And, and and I don't know, and this is where sp- my spirituality comes into play because I don't know where that came from, but I know for a fact that like, it, you know, whether it's inspired or what, whatever, but like it is, maybe it's the collective consciousness, maybe it's God, maybe it's whatever, whatever you want to call it. But ultimately, I was the one who implemented that change and I had a, that hard-ass conversation with myself where I called myself out on my own shit and it was because that was my version of a rock bottom. That was my version of like, I am not going to live a half-assed, lukewarm-ass life anymore. I fucking refuse. Like, life is way too short. And since that moment moving forward, like, everything I have done has been in alignment with like, I am love. I am magic. I am light. And that's it. Like, everything else like not to be like it's not like a toxic positivity thing but it's like that is the core essence of who I am who everyone around me is and anything that is out of alignment with that we're just stumbling around we're just trying to figure it out and it's like created this like ultimate like very compassionate empathetic like view of the world and me and I know I just went on a long ass rant but like that's what changed my life and that like knowing 
that I am love personified, knowing that I am everything and everything is me, bro. You talk about manifesting? You believe that shit? Everything you could ever possibly want will come to fruition. Facts. Facts. All facts, no. F- oh wait. I mean, all feelings, no. Fa- I mean, facts. That, and that's on feelings, and that's on what I feel. <laughs> I feel bad. like I just took out to church. Yeah. My bad. <laughs> we're gonna we're gonna close out the podcast. Um, we're hitting yeah. about the thirty. I think we just hit over the thirty minute mark. No, we just went over that. I <laughs> yeah, I actually gotta go. Like forty five minutes. Kara's gotta go. Um, thank you for for coming on to our podcast. I had a lot of fun. Davis had a lot. Yeah, this is, yeah, y'all. This is dope. This I is like a good this. episode. I'm I'm really happy with how it turned out. <laughs> and uh, plus, the mics worked this time. Hell yeah, brother! And for all my haters out there, come on the podcast. If you got something to <laughs> say, Sean, you stress me come out. On the, <laughs> come on the podcast. We'll hash hey, it out. I think the important thing to take away from this is that. Again, we're all human. We're all trying to ask questions. We're all trying to level up, right? And that's what this is. That's what it is. It's an open discussion. We're me and D- Davis are not closed-minded people. We're willing to change our opinions. Um, so come on the podcast. Hey, me did- versus you. Let's go. <laughs> Let's go. This has been fun. Thank you, Kara, for coming out. Thank you. Thank yeah, it's been a pleasure. All right. Q lo-fi hip hop. Cool. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs>